Get right in and do it now. Get right with God. Okay, Michael Strahan face uh, you out. Two weeks removed from Sunday service. Okay. Down at the cross. Where he shed his blood. Is that the words? Get right with God. Get right, get right with God. That's you better a, come on here, shepherd mother. That's a message for you. Yes, you. Come on here. Using your platform the witness. You better go ahead. Ah, ba, 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 ba. Put me in E flat. Michael Strahan face. Kareem Hunt face. <laughs> Wait, why I was going to hit you with Michael Strahan, though? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, not a whole lot. What's what's new and different with you? What's new and different? I just said to myself, it's like, wake up, X, Y, Z, go to sleep, repeat. And that's just, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> wake up, X, Y, Z, repeat. How do you break that cycle that you're in? of wake up, X, Y, Z, repeat. Why not do something different? Well, I'm, I asked you a question, so I should let you answer it. Um, it's a little glitch in the matrix once in a while. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's the same old, same old. Wake up, kids, get them out, come home, twins at home, potty train, colors, letters, Get the kids from school, homework, dinner, clean up, bed, wake up, do it all again. <laughs> you sound like you need to be rescued. <laughs> yeah, somebody come rescue me. <laughs> Get me out of here. I'm blinking. <laughs> <laughs> training of the twins going um it's 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 going the way that i wished it would have gone a few months ago but i didn't try a few months ago so you know i'll take what i i'll take what i can get we just started i would say middle towards the end of september and i got like really serious with it the top of this month and they've been doing very well in the house. So we just have to work on um, when we're out in public. Public toilets are probably a bit scarier to them um, than what we have at the house. So that that might take some time. But when we're home, they're, they're like 95% there. Is it different from your, your boys? No, I use the same method. It's the same method, and Ethan caught it. It took Ethan about two weeks, um, and he was in daycare, and the daycare was very, you know, helpful in in the potty training as well. So when he was at daycare, he was very comfortable with the uh, the daycare provider. So 
he was fine. Um, Evan, it took Evan a while. It took Evan a while to get it, like, <laughs> like, like six months. <laughs> but the twins have jumped on it. They say that girls pick up faster than boys anyway. Um, Eva caught it really fast. It only took about five days to, like, feeling means I have to pee. Let me just go over here and do what I got to do. Um, it took Ellie, like, two weeks. But, yeah, straight. Sometimes we have a little issue with the number two. Um, especially with Ellie, but for the most part, yeah, they just be walking around, no pampers, no pull-ups, make it do what it do, baby. Yeah. Um. Body training one one Let your kid free ball. That's what they say, and you have to. Are you doing it every fifteen minute? Hey, do you have to go to the bathroom, or are you just letting them pee all over the place? Yeah, you just just let them pee all over the place. Because what I was noticing, and of course every child is different, um, so you know what works for my house is probably not going to work for the next house. But um, I would notice like the times would it would the. There's no way to time a kid's, like, urination. And so that was just, like, I'm not going to just be sitting here watching a clock and, like, oh, 15 minutes passed. Let me see. You got to pee. Another 15 minutes. Like, one day I actually did that, and they went, like, three hours without doing anything. So I'm like, well, I don't, like, this is crazy. It's too random. Um, so that didn't work. So I was like, well, let me just try what I did with Ethan, which was just let him free ball and – like, he'll get the feeling, like, he'll know because he doesn't have anything protecting him. Oh, this is pee, or this is doo-doo, whatever. Let me get to somewhere that's appropriate for this, this stuff to go. And I did that with the twins, and it, and it was a little bit longer to catch it, but Eva caught it right away, almost. And, yeah, I was just wiping up, <laughs> wiping up pee for, for a couple of days, but, like, I, it, it worked. Do you wake your boys up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? No, they're pretty good with that. Ethan sometimes, of course, because <laughs> he sleeps really hard. But for the most <laughs> part, <laughs> for the like once in a while, like he'll wet the bed once in a while. But it's not like a chronic problem. Um, but they're really good with um, Evan, especially. He's really good at waking himself up to use the bathroom. So, yeah, what did you do for Caden since we are going to deep dive into my kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this turned into the new, this turned into the Washington P channel. Uh, we, we did a whole bunch of different things. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know which really stuck. We did the every 15 minute thing, and I was like, well, that's not gonna work because I'm not gonna be like. You gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, you gotta. We tried the. Um, uh, uh, someone told us the Cheerio method. We didn't do that. But what Tiffany did was she got like. Uh, she brought two potties. One you sit down on in like a, a standing urinal. Mm-hmm. And we would take him to the urinal whenever he. Like, so. When it was when it got to a point where like we'd be in the car and he said he had to pee, 
and we say, well, can you hold it? Then we're like, okay. So if you can hold it until you get a um, hold it until you get to a certain place, you can hold it to get to a party. Right. So we did the we did the um, we did the going to the party thing, but we did like a reward system. Hey, if you go, if you pee in a party every day for a week, you'll get like a a donut or something, or cookies. I can't remember what the stupid thing was, but we tried that. And I, like I said, I don't remember what clicked, but I know he's got a good grasp on that part. It's the number two part that's. Uh, he's like, nah, my nigga, let me get a, let me get a pull up right quick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I don't know and, what it is about the number two that I don't know. It's a, it's so fun. It's funny, but it's not funny because you're trying to get him to fully go to the bathroom, but. He'll act or pull up, and then he'll, like, go look for privacy. Like, he'll go in, like, room and close the door or something, mm-hmm. and then come out and be like, I finished. I'm like, nigga, you could have just went to the bathroom for all that. Like, Why you just don't go to the toilet to do it? But, yeah. so, his thing now is he he uh, he likes the Chip Ahoy chewy cookies. So, he's like, can I get a cookie? And we're like, not until you poop in the potty. So, that's, he's like, oh, okay, I see what you niggas are doing. <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta go to the bathroom to get a cookie. Just okay. to get a cookie, savages. Yeah, but I, I, we did try the go without um, go without under underpants for a while. Just walk around the house. I can't remember how that worked worked out. I'm sure the same result as you probably picking up and wiping up piss all over the place. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't. What's up? I should ask this because she probably knows better than I do. But anyway, we did that. So yeah, you just don't know anything. Yeah, I don't. I just never, never claimed to be a master of a lot of things. Ooh, never claimed to be. Mm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> we get into you niggas that listen to us. Uh, we so graciously put out a request to invite you guys to have your voices heard on here. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? Nobody. You guys Nothing. Try to be innovative and bring new things to the table. And you see what happens? That's cool. Yeah, it is. I ain't mad at it at all. Um, but I did want to, I guess, start kind of there and then pick it up because if we keep wait to the end, it's going to be ridiculous. But rest in pieces are in order. Uh, hold on one second. You have to go to your notes for the rest in pieces. No, the name of the gentleman. I can't remember because the other girl's name was fresh on my mind um, because I've been really interested in that case. Rest in peace to Elijah Cummings. Yes. Um, Very, very strong presence in Maryland. Um, Just making sure we, uh, we as in black folk, had what we needed. Um, I know a couple people that said that he helped them with funding for school and things like that. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say overall good guy, just trying to make sure uh, black people are in a position to win. Uh, which sort of kind of reminds me of the Black Godfather uh, thing on Netflix that we can get into a little bit later. But rest in peace, Elijah Cummings. Um, your time has been served really well, sir. Um, this other one, is, I don't know if it bothers you as much as it bothers me, but Atania Jefferson, rest in peace. Uh, another example of someone being in their house, minding their own business, their own. and a cop coming in and shooting and killing them while they're in their house. Yeah. Um, the reason why this story gets to me on a whole different level is just because it seems sketchy from top to bottom. It seems sketchy. Uh, with the neighbor calling, I guess, to do a wellness check because he saw an open door. Why not yeah, just what go? What do you think no. about that? Because I said to email, he needs, that person needs to, like, he's an accomplice. A hundred percent. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, because, like, you're being nosy. You want to call the cops. Like, what do you? What did you think was going to happen? You're an accomplice. All right, so I'm not crazy in thinking that. All right, go ahead. No, no, um, you're not crazy because if you're a neighbor and you see somebody's open door, um, you're a neighbor. Why not go knock yourself and make sure exactly. everything is all right? Exactly. And why would you call the cops to do a wellness check? I, I get it. You may be in a space where you don't speak to your neighbors. I, I unfortunately don't have that luxury because there's kids in the building. So you, you, for me, I speak to the neighbors because I want to know who's around my kids at home. Right. I don't have to have everybody's phone number. No, I get that. But if the lady um, next door has a package sitting at the mailbox... I can bring it in and ring your doorbell and say, hey, you have a package. Right. If that's the extent of our conversation. Why did you not go check on your neighbor if, that, if it was such a position of uh, inquiry to you? Why not go yourself? You called the police on a black person in their house after what just happened like in Texas. And that's the part that's like... Yeah. yeah. But okay, cool. You call the cops, they come over, they park in a side alley, which is sketchy already. Yep. Park in a side alley, you don't make no announcement that you're coming in, and the video only shows you saying, put your hands up, and then you shoot. Yep. Never announcing that you're the police, never, like, it was, it's just very, very fishy. Snooping through the backyard, like, windows like it was just, like what are you doing what are you doing why didn't you just go through the, the door that the neighbor said was open why didn't you pull if, up with sirens and this is the police like why did why didn't you announce hey this is the cops freeze put your hands up whatever who are you do you belong here is this your residence I, I think I'm blinded by too many movies where, or, or TV shows, when I see cops come to people's houses and they say, it's the police, blah, 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 blah. Like, even if they have guns drawn, they make a, a verbal 
unless they're SWAT and they're trying to raid somebody. Yep. Yeah, I don't get it at all. But then the guy says, oh, well, I didn't tell them it was a robbery. I didn't do blah, blah, blah. So what was the... Yeah. yeah. What, what were you trying to... Tone what of was the, your goal? Was the tone of the call wasn't urgent or anything. It Like, so why make the call? Why'd you make the call? Yeah. Why'd you make the... Like, if you weren't fearful for anything, you're saying that the tone of the call, it wasn't... Um, alarming of a burglary or false entry or anything like that. So you weren't fearful. You you didn't feel like your life was in jeopardy or uh, the the resident's life was in jeopardy. Like you wasn't scared. So why didn't you just knock on the door? And if it's because you don't have a relationship with that person, why do you care anyway to call the cops? Yeah, you're an accomplice. You cheated yeah. in this murder. I hate to make the cheesy analogy to power, but yeah, you you left the door open, not even figuratively, literally, you left the door open for them to go in and kill an unarmed person who was just in her house. Yeah. Yeah. They say you can't do wellness checks on black people or you can't call the cops on black people, and I 100% agree with that. Like, nigga, don't call the cops for me if I'm in my house. Come check on me first. Call me something. Don't call the cops while I'm in my house. And that, that's ridiculous that that's where it is, but it's like... Yeah, there was a... Uh, our Crush the Street neighbors, like a boyfriend and, a, and girlfriend, they were fighting. This is like January, February, sometime, I remember, because it was cold outside still. And he was like going crazy, like, you know, trying to get in the house to get his stuff. Apparently from what I gathered from the argument that she put him out for whatever reason, I don't know. He seems to not like be all the way there. Um, she put him out. He was trying to get in the house to get his stuff. Of course, he was acting crazy, kicking the window, kicking the door, banging, cursing, screaming, screaming. So Mel was like, I should call the cops. I'm like, no, you can't call the cops. <laughs> you, can't, you can't call the cops on a belligerent black man that's out here like arguing with a female cursing screaming banging like anything can happen <laughs> like no you can't call the cops like just you know it hasn't gotten physical she didn't come outside so everything was you know she was behind the door and he was outside so it wasn't physical to the point where she was in danger he was just you know going like he was just really loud i'm like no <laughs> like and i think he like part of him was joking because he didn't you know he didn't really care that much but I had to make the point to him, like, yo, you can't be calling the cops on black men unless there's actual, like, an actual crime or, like, physical, a physical altercation or, you know, a woman is in danger. Like, if you see a black man just in the street yelling, screaming, just, you know, just assume something happened. <laughs> Don't call the cops because there's, there's a, a high chance that he's not going to see the light of day. And that's... And that's a sad reality for for our people. Hold on. Hold on. Because I don't even want to get too much into this topic because it's already heavy, but I, I got you.
Two step with it. Dance. And dance. And dance. And dance. And dance. Turns out you're not a DJ. And dance. And dance. Speaking of dancing, because this is where I was going with this. Speaking of dancing, your boy LeBron James. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, boy. LeBron James. He know that Chinese bag. (laughs) Every LeBron sneaker comes from China. That Chinese bag is a little bit different from the opportunities here in America. (laughs) So, yeah. I think he was misinformed. (laughs) I I I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised. Like, that was the stance that he took. Because he's always, you know, his whole new campaign is more than an athlete. You know, when that white lady told him to shut up and dribble, it was like, nah, I'm not going to shut up. I have a voice and, you know, I have, you know, influence. And you know, when it came to this China issue, he was like, Listen, <laughs> let's just, tell the people what he did for those that may not, this is their first time hearing. Um, so, so basically, most of the league has been dancing around this you know, China-Hong Kong issue. Um, Players weren't acknowledging it. Reporters were asking. Players were ignoring it. Um, And then LeBron comes out and says, you know, that that Daryl Morey was misinformed from his tweet. I I don't think he was misinformed. Like, (laughs) I think he knew what, you know, what was going on and he took a stance and that was that. Maybe he didn't think that it would have that much of a financial ramification the way it did. China pulling back from, um, you know, all the NBA dealings and them being like the Rockets team, basically. But Yao Ming being like the ambassador for the Rockets, like the liaison between the Rockets and China. It was just like, like Chinese money is very much tied into the NBA. And then that tweet, it just unraveled everything. And, you know, the players were dancing around it. And then LeBron comes out like, yeah, Daryl, that nigga ain't know what he was talking about. I ain't for us to be talking about. Like, I think we should just let them hit. Like, come on, Bron. Come on. This is the same guy that's been outspoken photo shoots with the Heatles, with the Trayvon Martin hoodie, the I Can't Breathe t-shirts for Eric Garner, the the Inside Out shirts, the Blackout shirts for Donald Sterling. Been so vocal about socio-political issues. And this one instance where he had the opportunity to, you know, to take his influence outside of the United States and really speak on the events in China. And I can't really in-depth speak on it because I really don't know. I just know that there's a fight for democracy, apparently. And, you know, there's some tensions there. And he just didn't. He just, like, shied away from it. You know why I feel bad for LeBron? Because I feel like he's going to get these jokes regardless. But in his position where you got people wanting him to speak up 
And when he speaks up, it's like, nigga, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, say say something, LeBron. Use your platform. You're not like Mike and Barkley and them. Use your, them niggas are smart. They kept their mouth shut and didn't say anything. You want to be this, uh, <laughs> I want to say, this this poster child for oh no I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak my piece I I'm more than just an athlete you're right you are and then when issues like this happen what happens muzzled backtrack <laughs> and you're like oh uh, I I think the the league should handle these questions yeah nigga they should have yeah <laughs> you. Yeah, they should have. If you don't, and I think that's what we were saying last week is like, if we don't know what to say, in Maury's case, he said how he felt, put it in a tweet, which everybody does. He right. had no idea the ramifications that that was going to have. Yeah. After those 140 characters. There's no way in the world he saw this going like this. Yeah. So now when you're LeBron, and people are pressuring you to speak on an issue. And I'm not going to say you misspeak, but you speak without necessarily thinking all the way through after just seeing what happened with Maury's tweet. Yeah, I can I'm, I can kind of understand. I remember last week we were saying that maybe he just wasn't informed. Like, we didn't know anything about this China situation up until the Daryl Maury tweet. So just like we were in the dark, possibly LeBron was in the dark. That's a fair enough, you know, justification, whatever. But what's... what's also, the... they were right there in the thick of it. Like, they were right there in China. So I could kind of understand his apprehension of speaking on some issues uh, with a quote-unquote communist country while he's right in the middle of that country. It was like, all right, I get it. And you back in the stage, you kind of had like a week to read up on it. You know, you got people around you that's very smart and educated. And they know, like, they know what's happening. They know what's up. And I think you do at this point as well. And then you just shied away from it altogether. And when, not just that, but calling Daryl misinformed, like, why would, you didn't have to bring him in it. Just speak your piece. <laughs> like, what are you talking about him for? He wasn't misinformed. He took a stance. Right or wrong, whatever, he took a stance. Cost him. It might cost him his job because the Rockets owner, he seemed to be a little furious with him. Whatever. He took a stance and he tweeted that out. I'm pretty sure you have a stance on this, LeBron, but you got a lot of money tied up in China, too. So that was just, that was surprising, but not surprising to me. I, I thought he would have said something a little, with a little bit more substance. Not just you know backpedaling and 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 yeah I I thought Brown was better than that. Can I ask you a question? What's wrong with me as and LeBron shoes saying, you know what? I'm not as informed about this topic. Y'all gonna have to ask me a little bit later, or don't ask me at all because I'm just not as informed. I I don't have an informed enough opinion to speak. And I don't want to misspeak. What's wrong with saying that? I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. So, and I guess my, the problem we, we have with Twitter and athletes and musicians and everybody else is that you have access to it right 
at your fingertips. You don't need a publicist to tell you, let me clear that first. It's right at your fingertips. So mm -hmm. as soon as I finish my Taco Tuesday <laughs> video, I can tweet, oh, yeah, by the way, Dan Moore was misinformed. What's wrong with uh, you have a platform of saying if you have all these people around you, Rich Paul and everybody else that has your business sense in mind, what's wrong with saying tweeting out, guys, I honestly need to do more research before I speak up on this issue. And you may never come back and speak up exactly. on it. Exactly. You'll never have to come them. back to it because it's always something. Every day there's always something. So this story, as a matter of fact, this story was pretty much done until he came out with this with these statements. So he kind of resurrected it, you know, all on his own with, you know, he it wasn't necessary. It was kind of like a dead issue. It really wasn't getting that much media attention as of like Tuesday until he came out with his comments. It was like, all right, we touched it down in the United States now. And I'm like, let me, let me say what I got to say. It's like, you didn't have to. I just like, I don't know. I remember when um, Designer was at the Breakfast Club and Charlamagne asked him about some political, some political question or something. And he was like, I, I, really, I don't follow it like that. Like, I really don't know. So I'm not going to speak on it. Like, just, it's okay. It really is. It's okay, it really and no, I don't think anybody pegs LeBron as the brightest bulb in the room, so it's not like, you know, like a Richard Sherman or something, like, you're a brilliant mind. No, you're a businessman, and you're a gifted athlete, so I don't think anybody's going to hold it against you if you say you don't know something. Like, if LeBron told me, oh, I don't know anything about what's happening in China, I'd be like, yeah, I believe you, nigga. Like, I wouldn't expect <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't expect him to know global issues. So just say you don't, I don't know. He just made, he just made it worse. I, I have no issues at my job when somebody asks me something. I have no issue saying, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because then you look crazy when you be trying to explain and, and you just sound stupid. Like, okay, that wasn't it. <laughs> like just Why you just say you don't know? Or point me to somebody that does. And that's exactly what you should have said. I don't really know. I'm not really that informed on the situation. You know, you guys can direct your questions to, you know, the league office. Let Adam deal with this. Like, Fam. I don't work with Daryl Morey. Like, this is not the Houston Rockets. This is the LA Lakers. I don't really know. Send your questions to the league office or the Rockets office. And left it at that. Do you know this how many Last week when they were in China and been done with it. Uh, nigga. And this is where the importance of a, a press person or um, this is slipping my mind right now, but somebody in your camp to run stuff through before you actually like, because it's a different, it's a different LeBron than it was LeBron that's on the shop. Right. Talking that braggadocious uh, stuff about um, black issues—that's a completely different LeBron in the shop than something that's here. And it's okay. I think that's the only thing I'm driving home is that it's okay to not know. Like, no one's asking you to be the expert, nigga. We know you ain't a ch uh, the, the the Chinese ambassador. We not know that. Yeah, just say you don't know. And like you said, it was dead last week. Why a week later 
I guess because you felt pressure of not addressing it a week, you could have let it ride out into the sunset, not having addressed it at all. Just let it ride out. And by the time somebody would have brought it back up, it'd be like, oh, that's old. Like, you know, next question. <laughs> like, you could have completely avoided it. You know what the crazy part is? Nobody asked this nigga. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> asked this nigga. <laughs> nobody. LeBron. Yeah, Daryl was misinformed. <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> 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 we were just about to ask you about your preseason game. Like, I don't like, I don't know how Daryl got it. <laughs> yeah, LeBron, he messed up, fam. And I, I think it's one of those things where it's like you don't know you mess up until you mess up, and everybody points out, "Hey, you messed up." Yeah. Yeah. No one pointed it out to us, but we, we let weeks go by without addressing this uh Dame and Shaq uh freestyle beef up here on this platform. And I wanna know you know what? I'm gonna do this. And I'm not gonna play all four. I'm gonna play Dame second, I'm gonna play Shaq second snippets and we're gonna get out of here but i want to get out of here on this discussion but i want to get your opinion we're gonna play dames first name second this to shack i rest my case Shaq, his second. Wait, Shaq, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 woo, all right, Diesel, who did you have winning this uh, little back and forth? Uh, I'd say a tie. 
I don't think it's a clear cut loss. Like when Drake was, you know, beefing with Meek, like Meek took a clear cut universal L. There was no debate. Even if you were a Meek Mill fan, it was like, yeah, that nigga lost. Um, I don't think you can really. Like, I think they were just toe for toe. They were going, it was like a four round bout. The reason why I only played the second two is because personally, I thought the first two were trash from both of them. I don't call them trash. When I say trash, um, we know Dan I, can run. Yeah, it was just like regular. I I understand that. Um, it's 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 more impressive for Shaq at his age to be able to still rap like good in the pocket. Have punchlines. It's 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 more impressive for that. So like, I really wasn't expecting much from Shaq's first diss record. The second one is the one that caught my attention because I'm like, okay, he's actually writing now. It's not like, oh, let me just respond to respond. But you're actually, I was like, okay, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think there's a clear cut loser. Um, I spoke to someone that said Shaq bodied him to nothing. I'm like, no, no, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's a clean body. I don't think it's that easy. But uh, if you didn't know Dame rapped, like this had to. I don't think this was something smart for him because many people probably didn't know that he really could get down like that. Yeah, I mean, he came at one of them young niggas, but. And I think the thing to me was, all right, nigga, it's Shaq. TNT, behind a desk, like, goofy-ass Shaq. But Shaq showing you niggas you still grow, man. Yeah, Shaq came with it. Nigga said, every year in the playoffs, you choke. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fact. I don't know if, you know, I... If you look at the long game, I think Shaq put himself in a position to clown on Dame all year on a national televised platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless if they win or lose, Shaq set himself up to be like, I told you so if the Blazers get bounced out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, actually. Like, Shaq could torment him the entire year from that TNT. The like, entire <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah. Shaq might come out the victor. But that's what I'm saying. Look at, if you look at the long spectrum, the NBA season starts next week. Yeah. And that's a, that's a long time. For, that's why, that's why JaVale McGee got mad when you get, keep getting shacked in the fool every week. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I like uh, Dame. What did you say? I like Dame. I do too. That's the part that's like. And and it wasn't until sitting here just now. This wasn't a, a preconceived thought. It wasn't until just now. Me saying, like, like if you look at the long, the, the the long spectrum, yeah, the nigga might have set itself up for Shaq to be like, 
That gone fishing. <laughs> that gone fishing hit different when you was in a rap battle with. But <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Oh man, Dag, dang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, it, yeah, it hits different. But NBA season does start next week. Uh. Do you want to do all these predictions? Yeah, I guess we should. Uh, I think, I guess, I don't know. You got predictions? <laughs> I right, thought it was interesting that I was reading about the um the general manager survey that they do every year that's um, anonymous or something, I think. And they had... The Clippers, either the Clippers, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Blazers, the Rockets, or the Jazz coming out of the West. Like, those were the six teams in the West that got the most votes to come out of the West. But then on the East, it was only the Bucks and the Sixers. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I was like, yo, the disrespect. I thought that was interesting. Um, I watched that Lakers Warriors preseason game the other night. And, Why? Um, it was nothing else on TV. I feel you. Um, but they had a lot of minutes. Of uh, Steph didn't play, but like um, Braun, eighty, like they played a lot of minutes. Um, the and the Lakers they look really good. They look, Here's my hot take. Probably going to be my pick to come out of the West. Here's my hot take, and it's not really that hot. AD's not going to play the whole season. Of course not. But they don't need him to. LeBron will play the whole season. There will be no load management. I don't believe that. He don't need it. He has seven months off. <laughs> you managed. Like, it's time to get back out there, kid. Like, you've been on for seven months. Now, I just think, I think I said it up here before. He just has, even in year 17, it's just like he has something to prove. Nobody foresaw him um, getting injured because he's never endured a significant injury throughout his career. And him being sidelined and the Lakers going through the embarrassment and the trade rumors and not making the playoffs. I think he has like a chip on his shoulder, even at even in year 17, after winning, you know, three championships and however many MVPs. Like I have something to prove. And I think if AD wasn't on the team, he would probably LeBron would probably win MVP. But it's really hard to give MVP votes to, you know, half of a dynamic duo. Um, which is like while like KD and Steph weren't running, winning MVPs those years that they were together because it's just kind of hard to evaluate. But, yeah, I think LeBron is going to wreck the league. And there are, the Lakers are huge. Like they have big, long, physical... JaVale, 
um, AD, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley, Rondo, Braun, Kuz, Danny Green. Like, these dudes are long and physical and defensive-minded, and so is Frank Vogel. He's very defensive-minded. I think I think the Lakers are going to shock people, and I, I see them coming out the West, and I can't see anybody in the Eastern Conference beating LeBron and AD. Um, just for the sake of the argument, and being that you mentioned them already, um, the Sixers, and I'm going to try to phrase this differently than you did, because mine's would be paused all over. Huh? Are the Sixers your team? No. To come out the East? No, yes. I mean in general. No. You don't have a team. You're just a fan of the game. No, I actually someone asked me the other day, and I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and uh, yes, yes it's I do team, have a team. Nigga. So I like the Warriors still. Wow. So. I think the war. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I like watching the Warriors, so I guess that makes me a fan of the Warriors. So yes, I am a Warriors fan. For those that are like the Warriors, I think the Warriors are going to be okay. They have um, they have long, athletic dudes on their team. They're not as big and physical as as the Lakers. Like they look like the monsters playing against the uh, the Looney Tunes last night, the other night. But, but um, it, it, they're going to get up and down. Like, they're going to gonna be a fast, fast-paced team. They're going to get up and down the floor. Um, they're going to play carefree because Katie's not there and there's no tension. And is he staying? Is he leaving? And um, championship aspirations and expected to win the entire thing. Like, they're going to play free, fun basketball like they were when, when Steph was a little skinny kid coming out of Davidson, and, and Clay was just lighting up the league. They're going to be a surprise here's, team in the West. Here's my uh, Warriors, and it's not a hot take, but nothing changed with the Warriors. From the time they started developing, to KD coming and KD leaving, it was the same team that you described. There wasn't like a, oh, let's relearn this offense, let's readjust our offense. It was the same exact team you described but this isn't about them you mentioned the lakers having height and um length the sixes i think there's their starting five are all seven footers or something to that effect yeah but they're not physical like the lakers are they don't have to be when you're coming out of the east and the lakers Listen, the East is open. Anybody. I don't know. I think the Sixers would be more of a contender than people are giving them credit for this year, especially because so. Ben Simmons. Hallford, yeah, that was that. That's an underrated addition. Like he has, he's a veteran presence. He's been, you know, in in big playoff situations. He can defend. You know, he can spot up shoot. He'll he definitely. can give you 20 and 10 nightly. Yeah, he could. He could, but he, he wouldn't even have to in, in, in Philly, but he could. But that's what I'm saying. He yeah. can give you 20 and 10, and it's not even required. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, don't, I have no doubt that Philly would be 
you know, right there. I have no I doubt. I think the Lake the Lakers are going to get beat up coming out of the West. They're going to be um, fun to watch because Bron's healthy. AD's there. It's the first year. They're going to be fun to watch, but they're going to get beat up coming out of the West. It's just every year teams that go to the Western Conference Finals, it, it's not a four-game sweep. It, it's not a – unless you're the – sorry, game, unless you're the Blazers. But, <laughs> unless you're the Blazers. <laughs> it, if you look at the teams in the West, they usually go six, seven games series. Like it's not a yeah. first cup, first round. All right, let's get these niggas out of here. Second round. All right, now you now you're getting you're narrowing down the competition to who should really be here. And then by the time you get to the Western Conference Finals, it's like all right, nigga, we knew we were the top two teams all year, and now let's just dog it out. Right. Um, there's no sense of going rookie of the year because Zion had that locked up since he was in Duke. When he declared. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said your MVP was Braun and I'm going to give it to Steph. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say it's going to sound weird after me saying, oh, Warriors are my team. I think Steph is going to give me B only because he's in that same position he was in before KD got there. It's like, nigga, I got just, nothing to do but you. Yeah. yeah. It's just going to be him and Draymond there. They're not getting Clay back till February, <laughs> probably March. He's going to be lighting it up. And there's no expectation. Like, nobody – I've been watching these, these sports shows and everything. They have – some people don't even have the worries making a playoff. Some people have them, like, seventh. Six, like they they haven't been in that position for the past four or five years, so they're playing carefree basketball, throwing lobs. They got um, Glenn Robinson the third, like that nigga just be catching lobs all day. It's gonna be fun, youthful. Steph is the oldest dude on that team at the age of thirty-one. It's crazy. Sam, <laughs> gonna be playing Rucker Park basketball yeah. for four quarters. Yeah. As long as the season goes. And every every reason that you just mentioned, nigga, there's no expectations. Niggas ain't really putting our name in a conversation for anything. Yeah. We're, we're going to go out there, and this, that nigga's stuff might skip and hop and shimmy <laughs> play. every play <laughs> of the entire season. Because it's like, all right, nigga, we legit... Y'all don't even expect us to make it. Y'all just saying, oh, well, we lost KD, we lost Clay, blah, 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 blah. Them niggas might come out and legit light it up. And once D'Angelo Russell gets into the mix and figures out how he fits into that system, yeah, niggas is going to be playing like, you're going to see Steve Kerr, same same position, arms over the Um. chairs. (laughs) Laid back, like... (laughs) Yeah, I think I think Braun will have an MVP type season, but because he's alongside AD, it's gonna be hard to just like you know award him the MVP. But yeah, I, I'm picking Steph to get MVP honors. Uh, we've said it up here. Well, I've said it up here before, and I'll be the first to say it here now. When trade deadline comes and a Warriors in playoff contention, and Carmelo Anthony finishes the season with the Warriors. Just know whatever face podcast told you first. Heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. 
Uh, who do you got? Is so six is your team coming out of the East too, or you you think the Bucks? Um, I'm still believe. I'm still not a believer in the Bucks. Nigga, I wasn't a believer because <laughs> I'm still like you got Giannis, and you got yeah, some other people. Unless but, Giannis has a jump shot, a three point shot, if he worked on that over the summer and he comes out with that, then yeah, I'll pick the Bucks. But I don't think he has. I don't think he got a shot in four months. Um, Al Horford adding them to the Sixers. Yeah, that's 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 a lineup. That's a lineup. And um there's really nobody else out out there in the East that Oh, Victor Oladipo is coming back. The Pacers, you could put the Pacers up there. But I don't think I wouldn't pick the Pacers to come out. No, but they they're, they're going to be part of that that same uh Warriors conversation where niggas forget about they're gonna forget yeah. about the Pacers. Yeah, they're definite definite contenders because they were like what four five seed last season and they didn't have Victor Oladipo for most of that. Um, but yeah, I would I'm I'm picking the Sixers to come out the East altogether. Do you got a? Uh... I don't I don't ever feel the need to guess who a defensive player of the year is gonna be because either. Niggas don't play defense like that. Um, you said you have the Lakers. Do you have them taking it or just coming out of the West? I have them taking it. Okay. I have them winning it all. If LeBron does not win a ring while he's in L.A., what is said about his career? Oh. Man, hell of an athlete. <laughs> yeah, because he would have finished what three, and if he makes it to the finals for what, these next three years, three and what eleven? That just sounds disgusting. Yo, that, that sounds nasty. Three and eleven, nigga. Thirty-three percent. What? Nah. I mean, he's first ballot Hall of Fame. You can't deny the numbers are there. Um, influence, team influence. He's on the team. They automatically make it. He's not on the team. They're a lottery. Um, but nah, you can't go to like 15 finals and only win three of them. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> So he wouldn't be a decorated uh decorated winner, is what you say. Nah. I mean, you you'll you'll have people that say he is, but no, that's not a good enough win percentage to me. <laughs> like it's not. It's not. Yeah, Brown got to win one. Um, from one non-decorated winner to an uh, an actual decorated winner. Shout out to Simone Biles, man. Twenty-five yeah. out here killing the gymnastic scene. Damn. Uh, 
I love the fact that we get to watch people be great in different eras. Like we saw Tyson, we saw Mike Jordan, we saw Peyton, we've seen Brady, we've seen like the Derek Jeters. Like we've get we've and you can add Simone and Michael Phelps to that same conversation of us actually watching these people, Serena, Tiger, like yeah, these people that win consistently at a high level. Um, this is probably the first time we've spoken about gymnastics. Not gonna say it's the last, but uh, <laughs> twenty. <laughs> Twenty-five uh, medals. Shout outs to her, man. She's 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 really, 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 really uh, doing her thing in terms of gymnastics. Um, yeah, this is just black excellence. Go, go, Simone. What do you think? Um, do you want to go? Let me ask you a question. I thought about this the other day and I said, I wanted to have this conversation with you. Do you think the mobile quarterbacks have shortened the life expectancy of the quarterback position? Uh, No. Why not? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, look at RG three. Um, didn't know how to get out the way, getting out the pocket, running into linemen, not getting down, not running out of bounds, and couldn't stay healthy. Bounced around. I don't even know if he's on the roster this year. Um, Go to Ravens. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton. Uh, we saw Vic look a little, you know, punch drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you take all those hits. It's the same reason why you know, it's like running backs don't have a long um, NFL lifespan. It's because they're the ones that take, you know, the brunt of the hits and Generally, only lasts about eight years. You um, ran through a bunch of the names that were on my list for that argument of saying, "Yeah, I think they have shortened the lifespan because Cam Newton has injuries." Yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck's not even a mobile quarterback, and look at what happened to him—like just being someone that can get out of the pocket and make plays happen. Um, I look at Deshaun Watson, who's had a, been banged up a little bit. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's been banged up a little bit. It's, and then you look at Tom Brady and exactly <laughs> stand in the pocket and take maybe seven seven sacks all season. Yep. Yep. Just being cerebral and. Reacting quick enough to like either make the play or not make the play, but not gonna get hit. 
I think uh, a lot of the people that you named, their careers are, uh, for all the time, is, and, and they're young, and that's the crazy part, but for all the time, is going to be knocking on their door soon because if you keep taking these hits from these linebackers that may be as fast as you are, mm-hmm. definitely stronger than you are and uh, more physical than you are, yep. yeah, you're not going to last very long. Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton is a prime example. Like, he, he's the size of a lineman. Like, yeah. Cam Newton is not quarterback size. Like, he's the size of a linebacker. And still. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Stay in the pocket if you can. Stay in the pocket. Learn how to throw. Um, Lamar Jackson said... Even though he had 150-something rushing yards on Sunday, he hates running. But he does it because it's there. But it's like, nigga, when they figure out that you're a one-trick pony, mm-hmm. they're going to force you to either throw it deep or they're going to make you run outside the pocket and they're going to kill you every time yep. you do. Yep. Yep. Stay in the pocket, kids. Stay in the pocket or be a, a, a receiver or a cornerback like Ramsey, who just got the crazy. Uh... That nigga's back injury. If I was, if I was Jacksonville, I'd be like, fam. <laughs> fam. Killed? You're back good? You going to play Sunday? Like... <laughs> that nigga get to the Rams. And all of a sudden, he plays his first game. Oh, my back is fine, fam. Nah, nah we're gonna have to talk about some of that guaranteed money. Swing, swing, yeah, I heard that he was, that he, back he was trying to play him Sunday versus the Falcons, trying to shut down Julio. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna see this as an ongoing thing. People nowadays acting disgruntled, demanding trades, and then. Getting them and not even like bad trades. They're getting traded to like the best possible scenario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That um nah, that sentence is gonna be wild. Just know that the defense for the Los Angeles Rams is r- ridiculous. Yeah. The front line. And the um, defensive backs, there that, you go. It, it's ridiculous. They got a squad. They can't get it. They can't get it together on offense, but defense. It's a squad on 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 the defensive side. Yeah, I, I've played my last uh, Sunday starting uh, Robert Woods at a receiver <laughs> position. I'll tell you that much. Put Stefan Diggs back in the lineup. <laughs> Nigga, Diggs has been back. Yo. When I tell you, <laughs> that hurt my heart. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you, you know why it hurts? Because when I had Diggs in, they was on a thing and uh, Dalvin <laughs> Cook was getting touchdowns. So I said, okay. Let me start somebody who's projected to score more than Diggs. Makes sense. Diggs hasn't been doing anything. What happens? 
Almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. Thanks. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. I, I don't know if you fantasy football players understand the feeling of being down by 20 and you have 40 points on the bench. Yeah. And you got one person, one person left to play. It's just like, fam, <laughs> fam. <laughs> it's like, fam. Speaking of uh, Sunday night games, uh, who do you got? It's the Eagles and the Cowboys. Um, my head is telling me to pick the Eagles, but the Cowboys started the season three and zero. Then they've lost three straight. Um, this is a division game. Eagles just got rocked by the Vikings, so it's kind of like both of the teams are like backs up against the wall. This is for first place in the division. No. I don't know. I'm going to say the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys last time, and they laid a goose egg for me <laughs> in that column. We're eating at Shannon Sharp's restaurant. I would have... Uh, <laughs> I would have the L. But speaking of, I told you last week, any given Sunday, the Steelers could... There's a chance that they could beat the Chargers. And what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the Eagles, man. I picked the Cowboys last time. These niggas lost. I ain't got nothing else for them. Um, fly, Eagles, fly, nigga. All, all, over, all over these Cowboys niggas. Fly, Eagles, fly. I picked y'all niggas before. Y'all let me down. So, Eagles, here's your chance to make my uh, luck turn. <laughs> Do you have a show before we head out? Um, yeah. Ah, Rhythm and Flow. Rhythm and Flow. Here's my thing. If you if the show's already been taped and you know who won, who are we voting for? We vote? No. Because of my <laughs> what I just mentioned, like because it's like, all, all right. So if it's predetermined well, already, but don't spoil it for me. I haven't. I, I, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like that's my thought process about the show is that it, it's been taped already. The winners has already been determined, but we're voting. Who's voting? Nobody's voting. It's not a voting show. No. Okay. Well, then I have my my uh, I'm misinformed. So it's just a week to week thing. Yeah, it's just a week to week thing. Ti, Cardi, and Chance pick the winner. Oh, okay. I thought it was something that they voted on every week, and that's so I was like, how does it how does it even work if they know the winner already, but they're asking people to vote? Gotcha. Uh, All right. Yeah, that will only work. 
that will only work for live shows like American Idol. No, oh, all right. Well, my show is uh, Raising Dion. Ew, you like it? Uh, mm. It's a little juvenile, yeah. right? Like, I guess you can mm. watch it with your friend. It's, it's and, and searching and looking for Netflix to find <laughs> their spark. <laughs> yeah, we watched like two episodes and I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, it's when you look at the competition and the competition being Amazon with the boys and DC and everything else they're doing. Yeah, that ain't that ain't for you, Netflix. Stick to what you stick to. I mean, it's it's a different spin on it because he's he's younger, so it's a different spin. But yeah. Uh, With that being said, hi niggas. Uh, Get your get your excuses ready. (laughs) For Monday. Monday. Yeah. Don't wanna don't know what else to tell you. If you ran out of excuses and you should have 65 weeks in going on 66, start killing your family members, fam. I don't know what to tell you. Like what's your number one excuse when you calling out of work? I got kids now. Yeah, kids always work. I, I got kids now. So it can be a plethora of things. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> my nigga, we, we got to go to urgent care. I don't leave it screaming all night. I don't even know. It's crazy. Yeah. Callie can't talk either. So, oh, God, my daughter, man. I, I don't even know. I can't even tell you what's wrong with her because she can't tell me what's wrong with her. Yeah. I used to get when I was at work, like yeah, the daycare just called me. Yeah, shout out to kids. They always work. Yeah, man. Kids, and if I have to use myself as the reason, um, yeah, man, I got nerve problems back. My back just went out. I don't even know what happened. Final. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. What happened? My back literally. Back like, I can't get up. <laughs> I can't get up. <laughs> if you hit them with the, I've been laying on the floor since last night. That usually like, oh man, we'll feel a little bit. But you got to use that sparingly. You can't use that. Yeah, you can't be laying on the week. floor every night. <laughs> Did you hear about the Tiffany told me this story and I'm gonna let y'all go for real. But Tiffany told me the story about this guy who got fired and he still collected a check from his job for two years because he just kept showing up. And then somebody realized that he was fired two years ago and tried to take him to jail. I'm like, nigga, that's genius. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, that's genius. If y'all didn't know. That I was fired and paid me for two years. Still had my name in the payroll. That's crazy. 
What you want to fire me for going to work, nigga? I'm coming in. What do you mean? <laughs> you arrest me for? You know that, that nigga was black. You know that nigga was black. Fired? Nah, I see y'all niggas. Fired, nah. nah, you can't fire me, nigga. I need this job. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> On Monday, yeah, we, nah, they sleep it off, Just sleep it off. <laughs> sleep it off. Uh, yeah, we talk about it on Monday. Don't worry about it. Wait. Oh, well, yeah, man, that's all I have. See you niggas next week. Oh, yes, sir.